Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on Kill la Kill Episode 9. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. So last we left off with Ryuko preparing to fight Irigamaguri in the first round of the Sudden Death Runoff. Satsuki had promised all kinds of information about her father's death if she wins four successive fights. But before we get that far, Ryuko has to fight Gamaguri. And Ryuko sort of got a sneak preview at what he's capable of in the previous episode with his shackle regalia and scourge regalia being able to both take an incredible amount of damage and then inflict an incredible amount of damage. So, notably, the various members of the Elite Four are sort of squabbling amongst themselves. So Satsuki almost planned for this, at least the order in which they would be fighting based off of the amount of students they beat up in the previous week. So because of that, Gamaguru is fighting first. So once again, Ryuko sort of gets wrong-footed by the rules of Hanoji Academy. The fight starts at 1, and it's currently 8.55, so Ryuko's either going to have to find a way to kill 4 hours or just stand around idly.
So interestingly, the the fight is going to be broadcast all over Honotown. And in fact, they're already making announcements that it will be broadcast. So the Moncancho family, they have no real way of watching it without stealing a television. Unfortunately, Matro stole essentially the casing of a TV with none of the, the guts or the cathode ray tubes that would make it work. So in the intervening time, Ryuko's sort of uh, hanging out with Mako, eating food, prepping for the fight. Mr. Mikisugi even shows up, probably to offer Ryuko some clandestine advice. So, Mr. Mikisugi, interestingly enough, tells Ryuko to drop out. His rationale is that the Elite Four are too strong for her if she has to fight them all in a row. So, while Mr. Mikisugi potentially has some of the information that Satsuki would otherwise share, he's unwilling to divulge it at this point which is the only way Ryuko would not fight the Elite Four. So at this point, things are kind of tense between Mr. Mikisugi and Ryuko. So despite ostensibly being an ally, Mr. Mikisugi is still pretty shady and he's not sharing all the information he knows. Now, he might have a valid reason for that, but the issue is he's not giving a reason, so there's no... there is no inclination to assume good faith on his part. So now that it's one o'clock, the fight could begin in earnest. So Senkets doesn't seem to have his mind fully in the game. He was sort of lost in thought there. And he indicates that he might have an idea for dealing with Gamaguri's Goku uniform. But it's only a maybe at this point. So unlike before, we're getting a nice transformation sequence here 
with Gumaguri's shackle regalia. And now that we get to actually see it in greater detail, it is highly suggestive. But of course, a lot of Kill the Kill is highly suggestive anyways, and oftentimes highly explicit. So I guess it's really just par for the course. Uh, notably, Gamagor is not doing anything. He wants Ryuko to make the first move. So Ryuko, having witnessed Gamagori fight before, she knows that attacking him directly is a mistake. So she's just sort of going to try and wait him out here. Of course, Gamagori's making a fool of her by just sort of attacking himself. So it seems like Ryuko, as much as she thought things through, she didn't think things through quite enough. And Gamagori is able to transform his Goku uniform into his Scourge regalia. And now having done that, things aren't looking too well for Ryuko. She's getting slapped around and battered and all kinds of stuff. So Gamagori's making it clear that if things become a fight of endurance, he will be the victor. So Ryuko tries for a, a big attack to try and rend his Goku uniform. But unlike the other Goku uniform she's fought thus far, that strategy won't work. So Gumgory makes it clear that if she wants to rend his uniform like she intended, the only way to do that would be during his Scourge Regalia, which is less of an option due to the flurry of scourges that are constantly whipping Ryuko. So based on the broadcast that everybody's watching, it's pretty clear that Ryuko's on the ropes here. The other committee chairs are sort of commenting on the fight amongst themselves. And they're, they're sort of interested about how he's really going all out today. 
Of course, the obvious explanation being that he's fighting in front of Satsuki and therefore his reputation is now on the line. So now we have another flashback about Gamagori's past. In essence, he challenged Satsuki to a fight for leadership of the school. He was still under the impression that he would not have another tyrant in place of the one Satsuki defeated. So as they fight, Satsuki actually uses her sword, but she finds that Gamaguri wears armor under his uniform, protecting him. So, Gamaguri makes it very clear that he knows he can't beat Satsuki, but simultaneously, he will not be beaten by her because he won't bend the knee. His resolve is too strong. So, Satsuki decides that this would make for a fitting test. She'll continue to beat him to see if uh, his resolve is truly that strong. So in the end, Satsuki cracks his iron armor, but tellingly, he does not kneel. His knees don't touch the ground. And in doing so, that sort of proves his worth to Satsuki. So Satsuki makes it clear to him that his resolve is something of great value and that if he follows her, she will value him and put him to good use. So interestingly enough, it's because of Satsuki's resolve that Gamagori threw his lot in with her. So back to the present, Ryuko is taking a slightly more active approach to fighting back. She's cutting off the, the various scourges that Gamaguri is using to whip at her.
So she almost gets knocked out of bounds, which would be a defeat. But ultimately, she manages to survive and continue the fight. So it seems like she's making a foolish decision here by feeding into Gamaguri's Goku uniform by attacking him. And indeed, everybody seems to be under the impression that she's acting foolishly. So as the Shackle Regalia transforms into the Scourge Regalia again, Ryuko mounts a more impressive defense than before. And in doing so, she manages to stave off most of the attacks. So now Gamagori's Goku uniform transforms slightly one more time. And now he's really laying into Ryuko. They sort of trade words about... I guess the, the prospect of nobility, purity, and... The, uh, the Kamui that Ryuko wears in contrast with Satsuki's Kamui. So Gamaguri is under the impression that Ryuko's Kamui is indecent, so with his shackle regalia, he's going to remold her. Uh, in this case, quite literally... So, without her scissor blade, Ryuko is in a dire situation. But now, Senkets decides it's the appropriate time to put his idea into practice. So, Senkets detransforms in order to sort of save Ryuko for now. But it's only bought her a little bit of time at this point. So now Sunket's axe, and he sort of bites down on the whip, entangling himself into it. And because of that, Ryuko has now been sucked inside of the shackle regalia. So now she's within the armored fibers of Gamagori's Goku uniform. Gamaguri takes this opportunity to sort of choke her out via constriction. He's under the impression that without her scissor blade, she's helpless. 
But that's not quite the case. By activating her Kamui one more time, she's sort of using an alternate transformation for Senkets, where it sprouts blades all over its surface. So because of that, she manages to tear through Gamagura's Goku uniform almost entirely. And so by this point, it's purely academic. She's destroyed vast parts of his Goku uniform, so now she can just slash him with her scissor blade. Just like that, she manages to destroy another three-star Goku uniform and absorb its life fibers. Though despite how poorly the fight seemed to be going for Ryuko for the majority of it, she manages to come out on top and beat Gamaguri. So, tellingly, Senket's got the idea of specialized transformation from Gamaguri. So this sort of lends credence to the idea that Akamui is truly superior in all regards, since it can change its function on the fly. So Gamaguri, having now disgraced himself, is preparing to commit seppuku. But Satsuki intervenes. So, despite him losing, Satsuki makes it clear that she still has a use for him, even in his disgrace. So, Satsuki offers Ryuko the option to rest between fights, but she's not going for it.
All right, well, that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next episode. See you, Space Cowboy.